officially season two of the Who Girls podcast. Yeah! I'm Emma. I'm Maddie, and we are so excited to be back with you guys. I was telling Emma it's really weird sitting down with a microphone again because we haven't done this in what two months? Probably yeah, probably two crazy. months. It's been crazy, and I feel like so much has happened. But of course, really happy to be back with you yeah. guys, and thank you for tuning in today. Exactly, we have quite a season two planned for you guys it's um very very different from season one which I'm sure you guys can already kind of tell just from the editing style of this episode but season two is just going to consist of a lot more guests um we have some things lined up we want to try to do a couple of series and um do different things and most importantly just diving right into things um we're not going to do highs lows and future highs anymore Instead, we're switching things up a little bit, and on weeks where we don't have guests, one of us is going to do a segment on something that we personally find interesting or applicable um, or something that we have knowledge on or want to learn more about. And basically, this idea kind of stemmed from, I guess it was last week. Emma, were you here last week? I think that's right. <laughs> yes, last week. We saw each other. Yes, it was so fun. we did. It's been so long. <laughs> Emma came to Colorado, and we were sitting at lunch with my dad, and he made a comment of, you guys are about as different as your hair color. And for those of you who don't know, Emma's blonde, I'm brunette, like, but we've been best friends our entire lives. And we are just so different. Like, we find we're interested in different things. And so we were like, why not use that to our advantage and use that on the podcast? So at the end of each episode, kind of to substitute the personal element of the highs, lows, and the future highs, we're going to be doing about a 20-minute segment alternating weeks um, on things that we want to do, and it's going to be like kind of a solo episode within a normal episode, if you will. Yeah, so that's why, that way you still get the you know personal aspect of me and Maddie, but we're not blabbing in your ear for 20 minutes about all the little details of our life because I'm sure some of you guys want to know what's going on, and so we're going to keep incorporating that along with something that hopefully will just be a little more applicable um, to a certain topic or whatever we decide to do. And like Madison was saying, we have such different interests and different knowledge on a variety of topics. And yeah, so we're going to try to incorporate that. Yeah, and I'm sure you guys clicked on this episode. One, if you're new, um, hi, we're the Huga Girls. Um, if this is your first episode that you're listening to of us, um, you're going to learn a lot about us because this episode is titled Things That We Learned About Ourselves. And before we jumped into that, we just kind of wanted to, I don't know that address is the right word to use, but chat about. Acknowledge. Yeah, acknowledge. That's thank you that's the perfect word acknowledge like everything that's been going on in the world yeah so it's been such a long time since we've recorded and there's been a lot happening in our world and we just want to make sure that we are acknowledging such things and making sure that we voice um, our support for things such as the black lives matter movement because that has been very important recently and we are both allies to the black community and all minority groups and we just wanted to take a chance to let you guys know that we don't want to speak out of terms on things because we can always be more educated always learn more so we're not going to do you know a whole episode dedicating to something like that because being in a you know we're both two white females we don't want to again like I said speak out of turn on anything but we do want to let you guys know that we will be linking resources in our show notes um, for ways you can get educated resources that we've been using petitions and 
Yeah, because it is obviously very, very important and we want to show our support support for that in the best way that we can. Exactly. And we are educating ourselves. Um, we're doing everything that we can do to, like Emma said, be an ally to the Black Lives, Black Lives Matter movement um, and just everything that's been going on in the world in general. By no means are we sitting here um, completely disregarding everything that's going on or by us talking about things that don't pertain to um, things that are happening. It's not us like disregarding it. We're just going to be using this platform yes. as a positive platform. Um, so like Emma said, just to reiterate, we will be linking um, resources in our show notes and we wanted to acknowledge it, but not, I don't want to say harp on it. I just, there's, see, that's the thing is like, you can really never say the right thing. I feel like in this situation, you can never say the right things because it is such a sensitive topic. Yeah. It's so important, but at the same time, it is so sensitive and it basically just comes down to us as like a privileged person and a you know as white females that we're not gonna act like we you know understand everything completely um but you can always be educating yourself and you can speak up as much as you can and that's what we are trying to do and we love all you guys and we support all of you guys and whatever you know whatever place you find yourself in life and we hope you are well yeah (laughs) because it's been such a long time exactly and the hygge girls community is a community for literally everybody and um just like a little bit touching on our name like hygge girls it's not even just a community for um females like we are so accepting of everybody it's just titled that because we ourselves are females um but yes we (laughs) we love you guys we're so supportive or we're in support of everything that you're doing and we're so thankful for the community that we have so with that being said um thanks for listening to us kind of i don't want to say rant again words are just so hard to say yes but thank you thank you for listening to our uh our comments about the topics because we definitely wanted to acknowledge it like we've been saying but I think we're ready to get on into the episode and we are going to focus on kind of things we've learned about ourselves during this time period because you know obviously we've been living our lives a whole lot differently than what we normally do in our daily lives and just like you're so used to the same routines and you know routines have or routines that you thought were just common knowledge are now so di- different. So we just wanted to kind of share what we've learned about ourselves and maybe you can and hopefully can relate to um, some of the things we're saying because, you know, we're all in this quarantine thing together and it's obviously been on the decline. Probably in the past month, things have really started to open up. It's gotten a little more normal, but, you know, we're, I feel like we're still a long way from normal. So this is just going to be what we've learned during this time and specifically what we've learned about ourselves. Without further ado, um, we'll jump right into it. So something I learned about myself over quarantine I don't even know what to call the current state that we're in right now because it's not quarantine anymore like we're not on lockdown things are open but the world is just I guess you can just call it weird during the pandemic yes okay because that's obviously still going on yeah (laughs) so things that I have learned during the pandemic number one um I like structure I mean I always knew this about myself but I didn't realize to what extent I like having something to do outside big of, structure girl yes outside <laughs> of having like to do things because I want to do things I like having to do things like school work like clubs whatever um and being told that I have to do something like I have been looking for a job all summer we're recording this on July 20th 
And I kid you not, I've been looking for a job since June and it's been interview after interview and places being like, oh my gosh, like you're a great fit. And then being like, oh, so sorry, we're actually closing like two hours later. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, just because Good of news. the current state of the world. And I, I'm really struggling with that because I like structure. Well, because your school's going online, right? Yes. And so... Um, that's a whole other thing. School, actually, my school personally is hybrid. So we're half online, half in person. And when I first registered, um, I was completely online. I was like, oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> so I yeah. re-registered and now I have two hybrid courses and two in-person classes. Good. But um, one of my in-person classes is only like six people, which is kind of crazy. But I'm just yeah, I'm that is so crazy. excited to have structure again. So that's definitely my first tip or first thing I learned about myself, I should say. Yeah, definitely. And I'm going to kind of branch off of that. I also am a structure girl, but a little bit differently. I found that I'm honestly more motivated to do other things when I have productive days or structured days and kind of to go more into that. I really, really love YouTube and, you know, TikToks, you know, if you if you know me at all, you know, <laughs> I, I do be TikToking and, you know, I'm, I really just do enjoy social media from my editing and content perspective and I always really have. So, just over quarantine and during the pandemic, I guess, because we're technically out of quarantine, I've realized that you would think because my days are so open now and I really don't have anything planned that I could just grind, grind, grind. But I felt such a, like, lull in my motivation, which is so weird to me because I was like, well, I was in school and I was doing, you know, five classes. I was doing um, my club dance team. I was involved in my sorority and I was still, you know, pumping out that content. And now I have all the time in the world to make content. And I'm like, wait, why am I, why am I like, lacking that motivation? I feel like I should have more drive, and I think it comes down to what you were saying, Maddie, is the, the structure really does motivate you, and you, yeah. you need that structure, so it seems easy to get stuff done with a loose schedule, but honestly, schedule motivates me, and that's something that I've learned, is that the more productive my days are, or, like, the more things I have scheduled in a day, just, I'm just way more productive overall, even if the, even if the scheduled things are just silly things, like, Oh, I have to go to the dentist. I have to go, you know, meet my friend for lunch. It's nice to get up, get going. Oh, and my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Just, like, before I move on to my next thing, I – the past week has been so hard for me because I've literally – since you've left, Emma, honestly, like, I have had nothing to do. And today was the first day where I had something to do because I nannied from 8 a.m. until 2 p.m., and I think it's the most productive I've been in weeks. Like, I came back. I was tracking emails. Yeah, I worked it's crazy out. what you get done when you're stressed. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like, had so many things to do versus I've been sitting on my butt for the past week. Like, what do I do now? So I, I completely agree. I completely understand. I think you're just sad that I left. Yeah, I think I that's, think, what it I think that's exactly what it is. You know me so well. <laughs> well, we had such – well, and – I mean, in comparison, we had such slam-packed days when I was there. We really did. Because, you know, we were trying to see Colorado, see your friends, and, like, explore a little bit. We traveled and so, it so was, much. I mean, we were, we were, and we were waking up every day to do something, and then when I left, it's like, well, what what do I do now? <laughs> so, yeah. um, I've been kind of feeling that way, too, because I had such a good time with you in Colorado, and now I'm here, and I'm just like okay what's next yeah, no. <laughs> so, um and 
we were so lucky, or I guess I traveled to you, but this is the first time we've seen each other, I think, since April, and everything oh, went yeah. crazy, so I was very, very lucky, of course, was safe and everything, but I was so happy that I got to travel again and go visit my best friend and everything, it because it's been way too meal. long, and yeah, and the world's been shut down, so. Yeah, it's Point just... being, schedules honestly make you motivated. They like, do. Get that schedule. Get that schedule for yourself. Encourage yourself. Like, I know it's hard to get... I, like, I sleep in late. Madison knows that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, set that alarm clock. Get up. Set some... Even if it's something, like I was saying, like, get lunch with a friend or whatever, Yeah, you know? just plan just out your put days. something in your day to get you up and going. Exactly. Make a little Google Cal for yourself. It'll be fun. Um, <laughs> so, this is kind of... We're doing a real, like, 180 here. I've learned about myself. I like my nights to be completely open slow nights are my jam like I like not having to go anywhere after 7 p.m. I like lighting a candle drinking some warm magnesium water watching a movie having a Netflix show um like taking a shower really just having the evenings like after 7 p.m. to be me time whether that be um reading a book or doing whatever I just I don't know if this is something that's come up after quarantine because I was so used to that where now I prioritize it but before I would go out and see people until like 11 o'clock at night and come back and brush my teeth and go to bed and I never realized how taxing that was on my body and don't get me wrong like I still really like to go out and like have a good time with my friends and see people and have later nights and go out to dinner and like whatever that's totally fun totally great but I realized that I thrive when I have a slower night and when I have time to decompress at the end of my day and that's something that I've been reading in books for years and years and years where people have been like light a candle turn on a diffuser take it easy take it easy (laughs) just like have take it easy take it easy (laughs) (laughs) um just like have a night and I think I've even said that on the podcast before like I was going through a period where I was like this is so important and I just got out of it until really shut down and it's kind of made me circle back and be like wow this is really important yeah and you can definitely appreciate it more now and I think something that's really important this can span to so many things it's just like self-awareness of things that make you happy and make you comfortable and things that you know it's just things that work for you it's self-awareness is so important and so I'm glad that you've kind of I mean, I guess that's what this episode is all about, is yeah. just realizing, you know, what what makes your clock tick and exactly. all that good stuff. Yeah. So, um, kind of kind of branching off of that onto something I've learned is I honestly enjoy alone time and I've I'm definitely a people person and I would consider myself like an extrovert and social and you know I love my people I love to talk but I honestly just enjoy alone time so much and you know I've had probably way more alone time than I ever planned to have just because you know we haven't been out and about like we usually are and I'm usually with roommates all the time and yeah I've just learned that I really like taking that time for myself and I'll just literally sit here and do nothing or I have my you know, a few little girl vloggers and all those people on YouTube I like to watch and just like to take my shower, watch some YouTube. And I think that goes well off of what you were saying is, um, you know, night times are your jam and I'm a big night person. Um, I also stay up way too late, but, um, 
the reason I stay up so late is I just genuinely enjoy the peacefulness of it being nighttime and we being alone and I love my family but you know we're around each other all the time so I just I really like my me time you know Um, and I just yeah and I just I guess in college we're always like go 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 we're always around people and people definitely make me happy but also you know yourself needs to make you happy too so that's just something I guess I've learned about myself is that alone time is important and you shouldn't feel bad about you know, not not going out every single night or not having something to do. Like, use that time just, just for you, girl, exactly. or boy, or whoever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I, kind of branching off of that, when you were saying, like, you have to be happy with yourself first and, like, you need to be, like, happy, like, whatever. I realized something so drastic about my mental health um, over this pandemic period. And that is that exercise affects my mental health so drastically and I always knew that I always knew that exercise released um, happy endorphins as I've called them my entire life and that I'm overall a generally happier person to be around when I've been exercising Um, I didn't realize until this pandemic that if I'm not active and if I don't get out and do something that I start to have this mental fog I get really anxious I go through periods where I'm just really upset about literally nothing um I'm really irritable like it's just it's not a good deal and it's something where I was like before I used to exercise daily and so I would tell myself like oh yeah like exercise affects my mental health like that's the reason I'm so happy but I didn't realize until I stopped going out and going to an exercise class or going out and doing something that it really does affect my mental health so much more than I ever thought of. And like Emma was saying, like you need to be happy with yourself. And that is one way where I can honestly be happy with myself. And I am happiest when I've been exercising and when I've been active. And so even on days where I really don't want to do it and it really is like daunting to me, I've been making myself do it and it's been so much better. So that would definitely be the third thing that I learned about myself. For sure. You've always, you really have always been that way. And something that I think is really cool about you and that is important just overall is that I feel like you don't work out because, you know, you're trying to get that six pack or, you know, get super toned glutes or anything. And obviously those can be goals for people. But I think what's most important about exercise is just how it makes your mental health and how it makes your body feel. And it's it really comes down to having a, you know, happy mind, happy body, happy heart, all that stuff. It's all and, interconnected. Um, exercise, yeah, and exercise is important for physical health, but it's, especially for you, I've realized it's, like, so much deeper than that, and it's just, it's, it's just what makes you feel like you the most, you know? You get up, you feel good about yourself, you kind of sweat off that negative energy if there's anything yeah. looming, and then you can, you can live your boss life. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, that's super good. I honestly, I don't exercise like Maddie does in terms of like the spin classes and the hot yoga and all that (laughs) stuff. Like I've really never been into that, but I just, I usually take a walk every day with my mom and it doesn't have to be drastic. That's the thing. Like you can literally just It doesn't, but it's, yeah. And it's so nice to, um, like those days when I don't and I, you know, don't get outside and I don't move around all that much. I, I do feel that same lull that you feel. And usually at, you know, college, I'm dancing a lot. 
um, because I'm involved with, like, my sorority dance, my club dance, so even if I'm not, like, running three miles on a treadmill every day, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, dance is very, very, very active and involved, you know, your whole body, so I've been missing that, but I do agree. It's, I'm glad that you've, you know, gotten back on your grind and everything with exercising because it, it definitely is important to you and I'm sure a lot of people as well. Moving on to something else I've learned about myself is that, okay, I don't think my parents listen to this, but if they do, please don't take offense, but um, I Click really out like now. living on my... <laughs> Click out <laughs> Exit, please. The, the, it's the top left corner. Just click out. No. Um, so I've just learned that I really do like living on my own. Um, so I was only planning on being home with my family for June and July because I was doing a Maymester in May, obviously, hence the term Maymester. So I was really only going to be here for like two months, but I've been here since the beginning of March because of Corona. And obviously that is very uncontrollable, but I actually get my apartment in two weeks, and I'm just so excited to be back. Um, and the reason I say I like living on my own, um, I'm very thankful for my parents and the free meals and all of that stuff, and it has been great to get time with them, but I just, we're 20 years old. I feel like at this point of our lives, like, now's the time to, you know, have that independence and have that, honestly, responsibility, and I feel like that's kind of what I've been lacking, is I just, like, flop around my parents' house every day, and I'm so ready to, like, get back and make all of my own meals, and I do do that sometimes here, but I feel like that's just best for where we are in life right now, and it's been such a weird transition for me to basically living by myself for two years to being, like, okay, now I've been with, you know, my family for five months, and it's, you know, it's just, it's just a lot. It's a lot of stimulation yeah. and it's a lot of, um, it's like you're not your own responsibility. It's like I'm kind of my parents' responsibility when I'm here and, you know, they're worrying about what I'm doing or, you know, they're super cool. But I've just realized that I really do like living on my own and probably I'm going to look for a place next summer, um, hopefully get a job because I had stuff lined up, but, you know, you guys know the deal. Not everything's been working out recently. Life's gone kind of crazy. So, I've just been here a lot, and I am very excited to go back to my apartment, and I don't think there's anything wrong with just, you know, admitting that I do like to live on my own, and I do have roommates. I don't have a studio apartment or anything. I have three fantastic roommates that I'm actually going to visit in, like, two days, and I'm so, so excited, um, but yeah, that's just something that I've been reflecting about, and as time gets closer to me moving back into my apartment, I'm just getting so much more excited because... I don't know. I just, I'm ready for that responsibility again because we are older now. We're about to be juniors in college or, I mean, practically juniors at this point. So, yeah, I just, I, I like doing me. Yeah, you do you. And you need and to, having control over exactly. me. Exactly. <laughs> you need to be able to do you when you want to do you and how you want to do you. You know, like, you need to be able to have that. Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, we've been out of high school for two years now and it's just felt a little bit like high school again. And I just, I like having, like I've been saying a million times, I just do like having that responsibility for myself. And me and Maddie, we're both good kids. Like, we don't do anything crazy. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to just move out so I can go to raging parties. I'm just, I don't know. It's just, like I was saying, you doing you. Exactly. And honestly, guys, I think that's kind of it for this part of the episode. This is going to be like a really weird transition just because we haven't gotten used to it yet or anything. Um, but I think that's it for the first part of the episode. And now we're going to jump into segments. 
I'm going to be completely honest. It's really weird recording a solo segment in the middle of a normal episode, but we're getting used to a new normal. It's going to be okay. For my segments, I really wanted to focus on health and holistic health and mental health and physical health, spiritual health, um, all of the things. And so just to kind of kickstart what I want my segment on the show to be about, I wanted to talk about the I'll be happy when mentality. So we've all experienced the I'll be happy when mentality. For me, when Denver was in full shutdown, I kept saying that I would be happier once things started to open up and when more people were around. I was anticipating the light at the end of the tunnel for months and months and months. And then when more people began to arrive and shops and restaurants started to open, I honestly felt worse. Um, Life became a constant reminder of how things are not normal quote unquote, and they're not going to be normal for a while. And to be honest, this really messed with my mental state. This mentality is true for all parts of life. Everyone has this quote, I'll be happy when mentality. I'll be happy when I get a job. I'll be happy when I'm in a relationship. I'll be happy when I live on my own. I'll be happy once school starts again. I'll be happy when I lose five pounds, I'll be happy when blank. The list goes on and on and on. And if you continue to live in this state, an entire lifetime will pass you by with you pursuing this illusion. So basically to cut it really short, um, next time you find yourself saying or thinking, I'll be happy when, stop and do two things. First, Think about all the things that you used to say, I'll be happy when too, that you're currently having or living. It's really humbling, to be honest. For example, I used to say, I'll be happy when I'm living in Colorado. I've been saying that since I was 16 years old, and I'm currently living that dream. I've been living that dream for two years now. Um, It's really, like I said, very humbling to sit down and say, these are things that I wanted for myself that I now have, and it makes you realize like how thankful you can truly be. Secondly, make a change. Decide you will be happy now. That I will be happy mentality is so bad for living in the present. You need to live in the moment. It's easier said than done. Um, And deciding to be happy or to achieve to be happy through your thoughts is the single most powerful thing you can do. So live each day with the intent of being happy. Make a list of five things that you do or that you can do that will make you happy. Strive to do those things each and every day and update this list weekly. So check back in with yourself. If those five things aren't bringing you joy, then change them in the next week. Basically, this is just a little taste of what my segment on the show is going to be like. I want to discuss things more in depth like um, the I'll be happy mentality. I want to dive into books like Claim Your Power by Mastin Kipps or You Are a Badass um, by Sincero. I want to talk about um, different quote-unquote self-helpy books. I want to dive more into psychology and mental health, physical health, um, things that you should be doing, can be doing, could do to make your life better and more rounded because for me living a healthy and happy lifestyle is the true meaning of huga which is why I started this podcast to be a myth so um for those of you who don't know me hi I'm Maddie um I'm the founder of the huga girls podcast and I'm one of our co-hosts I'm so happy to have brought Emma onto the show with me so I'm gonna let her do her segment but I hope you guys like it and yeah Hi guys, what's up? It's Emma and I'm popping in for my little segment. I hope you guys enjoyed 
the main part of the podcast and I just want to talk a little bit about my experience as someone who uses social media a lot and someone who has gained a little bit of a social media following. I'm not anything crazy. I know, you know, Charlie, Charlie D'Amelio, I'm sure you know who that is. She's popping off with like 70 mil, but um, if you don't know anything about me on social media, I have about 230,000 followers on TikTok and some change. And that has kind of happened to me recently, and I've also gotten a a little over 11,000 followers on Instagram, and I have about 1,500 subscribers on YouTube, and I don't make any money off of YouTube. I hope to one day, but I know a lot of people know me because of my social media, or they're at least kind of interested in knowing about how that's going for me and what my perspective has been since I've gained followers because I started TikTok a while ago, um, wasn't really doing anything super serious, was, you know, making some videos, and, you know, obviously when you make a video, you want it to get likes, um, so I was sitting around probably 10,000, 15,000 followers for a long while, and then I had one video pop off pretty hard, followed by (laughs) some other ones, so I am so, so, you know, excited to have you know, 230,000 people that choose to follow me, that's super awesome, but I kind of want to talk about kind of like the negative effects of it, I guess, because it's one of those things that you always want, and then when you have it, you kind of just want more, or you realize it's not what you thought it was, and like I said, I'm not acting like any sort of celebrity, obviously, um, or even like a famous person. Um, I obviously am not any of those things, but I do have a little bit of a following and I feel like I have enough of a platform to kind of speak a little bit to that and I never have on the podcast. I know I've mentioned my YouTube and other things like that, but I just kind of wanted to go into really quickly a little more detail about what I've, I guess, learned from my experience of having followers. So I've always been really interested in social media and I started my YouTube channel um, probably about a year and a half ago at this point, and I loved it, and I still do love it, like I was saying in the meat of the podcast. Um, I've been a little less motivated recently, and honestly, a lot of my motivation or my my content creation has gone to TikTok, and it definitely is easier to, you know, post a little TikTok dance than it is to edit a 10-minute long YouTube video. It takes hours and hours, so I think that's part of what it comes down to is just the time commitment to each, but I honestly really do like TikTok, and I know some people have different opinions on it, but as I've gained followers, I've realized that I honestly feel a lot of pressure to post good content and like I was saying when I was kind of at that 10 to 15k range I was honestly just having fun with it like I liked what I was putting out you know I was interested in gaining followers but I wasn't stressing too much about you know redo and redo and redo and like I can't post something that's perfect or if I don't look pretty enough and all that stuff so honestly now that I have a bigger following I openly admit that I've felt just a lot more pressure is the best way to put it to you know show my very best self and I think that's definitely a negative you know everyone wants to appear good on social media I know some people just can I feel like 
a good example is like Emma Chamberlain like I think she just has so much fun with her YouTube and her social media content and I'm sure everyone has their insecurities I'm sure she has her insecurities but she just seems so carefree with what she posts and I've honestly started to make myself a lot more aware of how I'm wanting to be on social media and with YouTube and vlogging it's a little bit different because I do act like myself um but TikTok you just have such a short little snippet of what you're showing to people and now that I have more followers like I was saying I just feel so stressed to absolutely not post something if I'm like oh I don't look good in this or this isn't funny enough that I did that dance move weird because a lot of what I do is dance because I'm a dancer and I think there's just something to take away from that honestly because I think social media can be a very very toxic place and I spend a lot of my time there and I am not someone to be overly self-conscious but I've found myself kind of you know beating myself up the more that I've used social media and the more that I've become a part of the social media world and I don't know it's just so easy to scroll through your feed and scroll through your TikTok or whatever and you just see all these absolutely gorgeous people or all these super funny people, super talented people and you're just like, wait, you know, I like what I do but it's it's not as good as that and that's what I found, you know, that's what I found myself doing is I love dancing, I absolutely love dancing but then I see, oh my gosh, like that person looks so much better doing that dance than me or oh, like I look so awkward compared to this person and it, I think it's really important to remember that when you're using social media that people want to like you for you and I don't know maybe maybe that isn't the case maybe people aren't going to like you for you but do you want someone to like a fake version of yourself as guess what I'm getting to is personally for me I've realized that if what I post is what I want to post it's way more important that I'm happy with myself and what I'm posting way more than the number of likes I'm getting or the number of comments saying I look good or I you know great energy or you know all those nice comments and I definitely do get those or you know if I post a video and someone you know I don't really get a lot of comments I'm like oh did I did I not do good enough and I've just learned to or I'm you know working on learning on trying not to put that validation in a number for one because followers are great but they when it comes down to it it really is about yourself it's not about the number of followers and I'm super thankful to have the following I had or I had not not past tense have um still still growing hopefully but I just think that's something really important to realize if you are involved in social media and even if you're not posting content I'm sure you're seeing content and it definitely applies to both is to try to steer away from that toxic comparison of yourself to other people because you are an original person you know maybe I'm sure people look at what you post or you know what you're doing in your life and they're like oh my gosh that's so cool and just how you maybe look at other people and think that same thing about them it's not a race to get anywhere it's not some battle of who's better what it's more about like being a positive influence on social media and also not you know pushing yourself and stressing yourself out on being absolutely perfect and doing what you think other people are going to like and that's what I've been having to realize and I think I do a good job of that on YouTube 
definitely at the beginning I was trying to do some videos that I was like oh this is like good clickbait or a lot of people are going to search this and actually probably two months ago I filmed this whole like clothing haul video and this was for my YouTube and I you know filmed it took an hour to do it try everything on and I was like I don't like this like I really just don't enjoy this video I feel like it's kind of fake like not really want to want to do but I was you know gonna use that title like cute you know summer bathing suit clothes haul from I think the clothes are from Romwe or something you know I was just trying to do something that I was like oh people might search that and click for it but I've realized that I literally ended up not even editing that video I probably edited a minute of it and then I straight up deleted it because I was like this isn't me this isn't what I want to do I like vlogging I like doing fun things and that might not get me all the clicks, but you know what? I, I'm i okay with that because I'm putting out stuff that I'm proud of and I'm working on that every day to make sure that I'm not beating myself up too much for, you know, not being absolutely perfect or self-critiquing way too hard because I know we are absolutely all guilty of that. Um, it's so easy to look at yourself either in a video post or just, you know, in the mirror, sadly, and be like, oh, like... I wish that was a little bit different and I don't know I just this is my little speech to myself you know this is my own advice that I need to listen to but also to anyone listening that you need to do what is making you happy and as much as it is nice to have validation from other people I've realized that as my numbers have grown I've honestly gotten less self-confident and you would think that as more people like your t- content, you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I feel so validated. I feel like so many people enjoy me. I'm so happy now. And I've realized I was way more carefree when I was chilling at that 10,000 follower range because the pressure wasn't on like it is now to put out good stuff. So um, I just wanted to do a little segment on that because that is something that I'm pretty involved in. Um, I'm not exactly sure what Maddie is going to talk about, but I hope you guys enjoy her segment as well. She has great things to say. She's super, super into yoga, exercise, all that good stuff. So I am definitely looking forward to hearing her segment and for you guys to hear her segment. Um, But yeah, that is just what I wanted to say about that. Remember to love yourself. Don't beat yourself up too much. And also don't beat other people up. I'm sure none of you are internet bullies, but I, I know they're out there and I just see people getting so much hate and it's so unnecessary and that can be really hard on people. So love yourself, love other people. And in the end, social media is just some, just some very trivial thing that's been created in our society and it doesn't determine your worth at all. So Thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great day. And now for the rest of the podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed um, this episode. We know it was a little different and the segments were a little different. So let us know if you enjoyed it. And yeah, that's really, really it. Thank you guys for tuning in to season two and we will see you guys next week. Bye guys. Bye. Bye.